Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Today's episode of the Nick Pop Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. It is the holiday time of the year. So you know, the cold northern winds, they are here. And if you are inside your house right now feeling the shiveries, you know what time it is. It's time to talk to your local Pella, Omaha, and Lincoln expert about taking a closer look at your windows. You can save energy and stay warm with windows from Pella that are properly installed the patented Pella way by professionals using window and doors with the highest energy efficiency ratings in the industry from Energy Star. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And the Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Runza, listeners of the pod. Know that I'm a hip-hop fan. And when it's time to get my lunch game right, I crank up the Runza DMC, which stands for the Runza Delicious Meaty Combo. I crank up a little cheese Runza sandwich, get the world's best crinkle fries, polish it off with a beverage colder than the ice in LeBron James' veins, Mitch Ballock's veins, uh, I mean, Teddy Bucket's veins, uh, Adrian Martinez's veins, you pick it. It's what it is. That's the Runza DMC, the delicious meaty combo. Get to Runza today and get yours and tell them your friend, your pal, Nick Baugh, sent you. Okay, uh, did a little two-for-one special with uh, Bo Robert Rude the other day. We recorded our recap pod for Nebraska and Rutgers. And then, you know, we took a little water break, had a little halftime, and uh, we fired up another podcast where we do a little three topics uh, try to do it three topics in 30 minutes, but you know that's just not possible with me, but we get sidetracked with a bunch of different things. But we, we take a pretty deep dive into Nebraska's signing day. Uh, it was a, a very uneventful, drama-free signing day, but there was a lot of important players in Scott Frost's recruiting class. Uh, we kind of dive into what was a bizarre recruiting cycle because of the pandemic. You had a lot of Zoom recruiting, not a, basically no visits at all. Uh, and, and we talk about all of that and what we think of Nebraska's recruiting class. And then since we're in the holiday spirit, uh, low-hanging fruit, typical stupid uh, idea that you see on every radio show, we, we asked the question, if you could give Scott Frost any Christmas present for Nebraska's team moving forward, what would it be and why? We dive into that. Plus, the college football playoff and its structure. We discuss all that uh, we think is right and wrong with it. So there's certainly uh, uh, three juicy topics. Without further ado, yours truly, Bo Robert Rude, breaking down three topics in what we attempt to be in 30 minutes, but it doesn't happen. But you're going to enjoy it anyways. All right, listen. All right, here we go. Bo Rude's first ever maiden voyage into the dumbest... It's not dumb. It's a good little structural thing that I like to do at times. Three topics in 30 minutes. For some reason, in my mind, I feel like the world goes crazy for it. They love it when they... I think I think people like to know that, like, hey, I'm, it's only 30 minutes. We're going to touch on three things, and we're out of here. Like, I think people kind of like that. Yeah, they do. But, you know, it's, it's good for me and you because... 
we can drag these on for hours. If so are we're we not careful. Sh- are we putting a shot? Like, okay, so for my 30-minute things, it can be 30 minutes long. It'll be 39 minutes long. It can be but it's got to be in the 30s. It's got to be in the 30s. So or do you want to be a stickler and be like, uh, like when this need- thing hits 30 minutes, we have a shot clock. It's like PTI. You know, when yeah. it's like Tony, when Tone and Wilbon, and like it, it bur- uh, it, you want the buzzer and I think on. I think here's what's fair is this is this We're already is wasting sort of, time. I know. This is sort of, <laughs> this is fun banter. We get to do our fun banter. Um, but when the topic starts, we should. St- I'll start the timer. Whoa. Okay. And well, we better, let's both do it so we both know. Yeah. We both. So we're not like. I'm not asking you. Hold on one second. One second here. We should have. We should have pre-planned this. Okay. Thirty minutes. Three topics in thirty minutes, and your time begins now. Topic numero uno. <laughs> Signing day just happened. People. Did people even notice? If a tree falls in the woods and no one's here, like if a signing day happens and nothing and no one gets excited. If a kid from Iowa signs in the woods, does anyone hear it? <laughs> if there isn't a flip-flop decommit kid running out and if talking. If five kids th- from Miami don't commit in the last day, does anyone notice? <laughs> Is it even signing day if Travis Fisher doesn't have to call a kid during the, like, honestly, that's what it's like, though. It was by far, by far, the least dramatic, least hyped Signing day, before we get into the nuts and bolts of like the class and all that, do we chalk that up to a part of like, I feel like the pandemic kind of eats away at like, everything's a little less like, there, how much do you think the pandemic has to do with tons, like, because there's no in-home visits, right? Yeah. There's no on, you know, there's no on-campus visits. So they've been Zooming these kids for months. Right. What are the kids going to learn in the last month or right they can't have a right? last minute like well i went to lsu last weekend the coach harbaugh showed up my house fish remember and, yeah like, harbaugh showed up some kids house and like stayed the night like, right you're like, not gonna get any of that no. stuff you so, can't have like a yeah none of that's happening these last ditch like travel around the country moments so the haze sort of in the barn by october in the, in i think situation. that's really what a lot of this is there isn't in order for drama to ensue there needs to be something there that could create drama. You can't, you know, you're not going to have a last minute Zoom session with a coach. And the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the only drama was uh, Avante Dickerson in Omaha not signing with Minnesota. That's the only drama, a non signing, which shows that, like, that he's really wavering on Minnesota, which what is we could need, be good. What we need is for Avante Dickerson to be Pam. Minnesota's Roy and Nebraska's Jim. That's what we need. Be Jim. We need to be Jim Halpert. That's, that's what good... we need. Real quick, though, I watched a little bit of the National Signing Day special because Schick always hosts it. Schick's the freaking best. And the first thing they talked about was just how hard – it would have been really – now, you you committed on the spot when Frank Solich offered you at camp – Yes. As a sophomore. So you, you, I mean, you didn't ever like get no, poured I, in. I and... wanted no take backsies when he uh, offered us a <laughs> done, taken. <laughs> I'll sign right now. But it would be hard. The fact that this whole process was done without any of these guys, like a lot of these guys didn't ever step on campus. Or meet a coach Or in meet person. a coach. And so oh. you sit there and you wonder, like, it's not only is it hard for the players, but I wonder, it's got to be pretty hard on the coaches. 
You know what it is? You ever you ever talk to a chick on the phone and it's really good and you get in person, you're like, this is awkward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some people are better on the phone or it, in it's a, a little bit like you know, the girl pulls up in the car and she yeah. you know, rolls the window halfway down. And you're like, well, she's kind of cute. And then, uh, <laughs> then she gets out of the car and you go inside to Applebee's and, and sips there. Like, and he's like, who's sips? your date? <laughs> <laughs> Is she single? <laughs> they got a take two combo. That's great. But <laughs> it, it can be hard. <laughs> It can be hard when you, you don't like. There's a big difference between like being physically with someone or, or Nick seeing these kids play in person. Right. They, the coaches haven't seen the players. The players haven't been on camp. I mean, it's there's going to be so many transfers after this this year. Oh. It's going to be an all time record. Did real quick before we'll get more into to Harburg. Is that his name? Heinrich Harburg. Yep. Did they see? They saw him throw in person. They saw Did him. Did they break some throw. COVID protocols? Was, no, they, was Mario Verduzco was like, I'm just the janitor. I'm yeah. the janitor here at Connick Catholic. Been here for 14 years. <laughs> cut, cut the hey, grass. kid, why don't you throw the ball a little bit, huh? Wasn't anything like that. Enough, none of that. I believe they zoomed. They did like a Zoom throw session. Like they watched him throw over Zoom. Yeah. I mean, in the end, it's – this is what – everybody's in the same – boat kind of it's like it, your bet the the really established coaches who have been recruiting kids for the longest time are going to win this year because they they've gotten to those kids on campus for for totally. year you know what i mean so anybody that that's sort of new into coaching this was a bad first year to have you're going to take a lot of people you're they're going to be suspect yeah uh you got with mcgee at left tackle with mcgee for, uh, and- uh, <laughs> Fum, Frank Fumble is our running back. Frank, was I a can't w- run wide receiver. <laughs> Darnell Dropsies, our new wide receiver. Um, so I think a part of the lack of of drama is that. And then let's also be honest. I wrote this down in my notes. I write things down when they hit me. Skepticism. Don't laugh at this because you have a tendency to laugh at my stuff. You stop it right now. All right, we're six minutes in. We're we're so what we're. How much time? We're we're wasting so much time. Skepticism is hype kryptonite because because uh, usually the class the next class that's coming in it's like these guys are the best players in the history of the world. Yeah. We hype up right, but because of how the first three years of Frost has gone, there's been a healthy amount of skepticism infiltrating Husker Nation. I think that's also a part of why this this class feels a little like, eh, because I think people are skeptical right now, and I can understand that. I mean, when yeah. you're when you've not had a winning season in three years under Frost, it's hard to get excited. You know, it's like, well, I got excited about that guy, and he didn't play, or I got excited about that guy, and he transferred, or I got excited about that guy, and and Nebraska's still losing. I also think there's a part of that. Before we get, I just want. I think there's some interesting. Oh, big picture there, there's there's no doubt that's the case, and I think there is. This was a, a very regional class. You know, we got a lot of we got some Nebraska Iowa kids, a couple of South Dakota. Um, you know, we did get a. I think we got a couple kids from a from Georgia, um, prep school. I mean, so we we got a we got a, a nice mix, but it was. We we don't I don't think we got more than maybe one kid from Florida. I mean, our, the Florida connection this year we kind of we we took our chances more locally, closer to Nebraska, which I think was smart. Um, after sort of the attrition we had in the yeah. off season with the Florida kids, 
um, that we realize like nothing wrong with recruiting Florida, but you got to feel really good about the kids from Florida because we're finding out that we recruited some of those Florida kids kind of late into their recruitment. And I don't think we knew them as well as we needed to. So when they got here and things didn't go the way they wanted, uh, they bailed pretty quick. Very much so. I mean, they, the five of them don't make it, you know, six months. I mean, that, that's unacceptable. Unacceptable. Can't have that. So I think we're, we're probably – Learn some lessons there yeah, a little I mean, bit. It's like everything with, with the staff. is it's, it's a big learning curve that they're continually – you know, they're recalibrating how to do things. And this class, I think, is – even if it's not the most, you know, sexy class – that we're ever going to have and maybe not the highest rated. Um, I think it's a little bit more of a blueprint. Like if we can get better and keep getting the best guys from the, like that 500 mile radius, that's more important than anything else. But it's still a top 25 class. You know, it's still like a, yeah. a it's not like it's like a, you know, you're, you're had the same recruiting class as like ball state or something like that. Like it's a, it's a decent, it's a decent rated class yeah i mean i think and that f- the fedoni kid out of iowa is obviously the he's the, the he's highlight. the he's, yes he's the the without the headliner he, yeah without him it's a really it's a meet because he's the number is he not is he the number one tight end in the, the country num- he's either number one or two depending on the, the service number one based tight end in the country and he's Bro. really the only guy that can can really i think next year elevate our program in some way and that's we we promised we wouldn't do this anymore but he, he's rob Gronkowski. he's no <laughs> he might i'll say this, he might be able to play that's i'm not saying he's going to be all big 10 he may be able to play and contribute he looks he, like a freak man i mean there's got, somebody when you yeah. watch that guy's tape it is like wow is this guy really good yeah he's pretty darn good so everybody else to me is like I would say I wasn't blown away with anybody, but it looks like we got a, a lot of solid. I like our linemen. That's who I like. It seems like it's a big. It's a like Nick. They're big, they're big guys. Like that's one thing that one of the things I think you can tell with this class is just look at everybody's in the interior. Their height and weight. And one of the things that Frost talked about when he first got here was we just got to get bigger. Yes. We're and and. In a league like the Big Ten, and given the roster that they inherited, there's been an emphasis in that, and I think you're seeing that in particular in this class. Yeah, we. I mean, for us, the size thing was real when you start talking about those Iowa and Wisconsin games where we were getting pushed around. We've already addressed it to a degree, Nick. The these this class right here, you go up and down the line, it's six 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 eight six eight like six seven a six eight defensive lineman, and then you got like. Three tight ends, all six five, six six. I mean, we are just—it was a really tall, tall Big, class. Yeah, I like Big. that. So I, I think if there's a if there's a question mark, it's did we get any better at the skill positions? Um, which I don't know. I mean, that's we're way too early on that. But I think you could say we probably upgraded in terms of just size on the lines. And I think and real, real quick. At, 10 minutes. I mean, we are totally can we take here. We double? Can we call for a double up on this? Ooh. Well, I think... We'll, we'll, we'll see where <laughs> we What's that noise? We can do what we want to do here. We'll try, to, we'll try to adhere to it, but if we need... If we need more time, when the waiter comes and says, "You ready to order yet?" You got you don't have, if you're not ready to order, you're not ready to order. I'm liking this. I'm like, let's keep going. Let's keep it going. Okay. Okay, okay but with Fedoni real quick. I think he's one of the guys that the pandemic actually helped Nebraska. Like him not being able to go to visit LSU and Bama and Georgia and all those places helped 
a place like Nebraska because he had been on campus before. I'm pretty sure – I thought I read a quote that Nebraska was his favorite team growing up. Yep. Uh, so if you're looking for a, a silver lining for the difficult nature of having to recruit during a pandemic, well, it probably helped you land the number one tight end in the country. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure there, every every coaching staff probably has like one guy that is their main their, – the whole coaching staff's main fo- – I think Fedoni was the main guy that they all focused on, and they got him. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if Fedoni gets a chance to go to LSU and Notre Dame and some of these places when we're losing this season – it, it's a it, puts, it puts a question mark. Yeah. In the same way that the Dickerson kid, if he gets to go to Minnesota this summer, maybe that seals the deal for him. Like So that maybe helped us as well, too. But I think we were also hurt uh, big time this year getting the you know some of these skill position guys from around the country to come. Because for us, we got to get these people to campus. And, and there's something to that of like, I know for me going on visits, like when I went to Ohio, other than Kansas, was the school that recruited me the hardest. And you know, you kind of just don't know. Like, would I go live in Athens, Ohio, and go to play basketball there? Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I got to go visit there. And like, when you're there, you kind of just know. I'm like, ah, oh, I you like this it. place. I just, I'm like, I just don't see it. But converse that. Like, the moment I stepped foot in Lawrence, Kansas, and went to Allen Field, I was like, this feels right. Everything about this feels right. And so, it's hard when that's not the case. But I think it really helped Fedoni. It helped with Fedoni. I think for for the rest of the classic, uh, the, it's hard. It gets harder they because... They maybe lose out on a Fedoni if it's a normal recruiting cycle, but they maybe could have landed a few other guys. Yeah, we get some guys that 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 wouldn't come here because a lot of what Nebraska has is that it, it's closer to what Kansas has for basketball, where the tradition and sort of the mystique and the, the fanfare are so over-the-top good. You wouldn't know that, though, unless you're from here, and you get to come see that. So yes. we actually, going forward, I mean... We don't want another one of these. I'm years. so excited, though, for Fredoni. I yeah. mean, he, if you, you watch – I mean, again, highlight tapes are meant to look like this guy's the greatest player of all time. But, like, some guys' some guys' highlights just look different. Even, even uh, like, yeah. his, his like – I always like it, it when, 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 like, you're, like, a receiver or a tight end and your skill set is, like, you know, I, I'm tall, I'm rangy, and I can go – catch the ball anywhere one hand two hand like to me in high school if you're just running by people or like that changes but if you can go get the ball and you got ball skills and in you know a catch radius that's the stuff that's like next level that i saw that's that's exactly what i thought i thought too he's He's not just one of those guys that he's catching passes with not a soul near him. Yeah, he caught a couple like that, but like he he can get the ball in traffic. Yeah. And then he just and then when he run he can run, he's big, he's plays long, hard, he, he plays play, hard, he yeah. looks like he plays with an edge. I like that guy. Um Heinrich Harburg. I mean uh he looks he's a good-looking kid. I mean, what is he 6-5? He looks like man, he looks good. Uh do, where do you where do you land on 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 him? You know, I, I think he's a guy in the circum you know with the circumstances. Um, I I think he's a pretty good get for us actually. Like you know, I I guess with Smothers here and McCaffrey here, we kind of got guys like they're 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 not big guys. Yes. They're more quick guys, right? They play. I think they kind of both moxie guys. This guy gives us a different kind of option, right? Like, I think he's a bit of a project right now where, you know, we don't know what we're going to get. But 
his floor is 6'5", 220. 220-some with a cannon arm, and he can run. Like, there's a lot to work with. You know, His whole thing is he's a big fan of Justin Herbert. That's like his idol. You know, Frost coach Herbert. Herbert's doing really well in the NFL. And he kind of, like, here, like, he, he, I could see how you could be like, he kind of, like, well, has he, the Herbert size it's, it's a bo- and frame. It's, and- it's the body, you know, it's a similar body. So, you know, does he got that sort of talent? I don't know. But he's got the, at least the tools right now to, to start with if they can develop it. And, and he can sort I mean, because it's always on the guy, too, that, like, they got to have something else in them yes. that, that comes out. Right. I think that, um, like I said, I'd rather you miss with a guy 6'5", 230 with a cannon arm than a guy without it. And I'd rather, not to go too far in this direction, I'd rather miss on, if, if you're going to miss, I'd rather miss on a guy that is 6'5", 230, and I'd rather miss on a guy that's an in-state kid. Oh, same, exactly. Great point. You know, rather than that kid being from California right. with the exact same talent level, he's a Nebraska kid. Which one will keep him here through hard He's times? He's all in on it. Yeah, he just is. And that—that's another good thing too—is on top of that. So there, there's a lot of there's a lot of positives to that signing. Um, you know, even if you know, I, I've heard a lot of people say like, "What about the kid from West Side?" But like, you know, in the end, this kid, this guy has Cole the, Payton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I that mean, that kid was you know the better player in the state of Nebraska this year, but. The kid from Carney's got the tools. Like right. he's got the I mean, he's got all the the, the skills that coaches drool over. Who do you have because do you have a favorite? Cause do you have a do you have a favorite is it Fedoni? Oh, Fedoni head and shoulders is you know, he's the gym of the class. Um like I said, I, I really like the the big lineman out of Omaha, Prohaska, and then there's a big lineman out of uh Iowa that's a good looking kid too. I mean, yeah. just big just Six. big Corn eating dude. Six six three ten. Yeah. So and then six six three ten. Six six three ten. Six so, six three. I mean, and he moves good too. Um, six eight kid out of Utah O lineman. And then I I think the guy that I'm I'm second most interested in behind Fedoni is this running back out of Georgia who he looked pretty good. Like he's he's from a good program in Georgia, which I really liked. It's like a powerhouse yep. where. This kid had to like earn the right to play, but they had, you know, they have eight or ten guys to go D one every year. Right. So I almost like that more than uh, a guy that's beaten up bad competition. Yeah, Gabe Irvin. Yeah, Gabe Irvin. Yeah, he's so six one one ninety. He's bigger too, Nick. Yeah, so he's, he's, he's he's you know we got some small guys, so he's a, a little bit bigger running back. So my hope is that that guy could end up being a gym because he's the only running back we signed. And like I said, I like these from a powerhouse program. Usually those guys, we came from a powerhouse football program. You just kind of understand how to work and how to like, you know, usually yeah. there's more, there's more to those programs where they teach you how to, how to work within a football system. Well, and the one, one thing that I just looking at it, the three wide receivers that were signed six, three, six, four, six, three. Yeah. Bigger. Like I think guys. I think size like if you had to describe this it's like size this this class is just like a bigger they're taller it's they're, all big and, and yeah. I I I like what they did there because right now if we're gonna miss we're gonna miss big I don't like this missing with five foot eight people like it, you got to know like you got to have Wandale if it's if the guy's Wandale you can be five seven right. right. 
But like we can't. But have even a, Wandale has his limitations. Like you know? that interception like, Martinez threw. I was going to just throw it there. A I, big guy gets that ball. I thought. What's weird is you talk about the interception in the Rutgers game, where he over. It was a second pick. I felt like in real time it was way overthrown. But then the, the they showed a replay from behind, and it kind of looked like. Man, if that guy is six four, that's Fedoni. <laughs> I mean, if that's Fedoni, he at least probably like gets a hand on it. I think you'd be surprised at like the difference when somebody's really short and has a short catch radius. Like Wandale's, you can be five eight, but you have like like Deshaun Jackson's like five ten, but he's got long arms right. and long limbs. And like like there's guys that have long limbs. Like right. Wandale's got short limbs, so it's it's short with short catch radius. Yes. So you got to throw the ball. In that those tighter, like a little bit more perfect guys like Fedoni and some of these other receivers, they have long limbs where right. they can go get the ball. Like you see Ohio State's guys, yes, they're getting the ball up high, sideways. You know that's the stuff that. Or even who's who's a freakazoid from the Seahawks? Um, that's um, Metcalf, DJ DK, Metcalf. DK Metcalf is like, yeah. I mean, now he's like a, I mean, he's literally like might be an alien but like but you can see like russell wilson can put that bitch anywhere and, throw, yeah. and he's the, gonna go get it the throw so. it the throw it up factor helps when you got long so i think that's what i, I liked about the receipt I, I didn't you know i saw a few highlights i didn't see a ton from the highlights from our wide receivers but i like that they're bigger um i like the running back um and then the defensive side there is one glaring hole though nick what do you think it is pass rusher pass rusher so that's that's the thing that's, I mean, when you when you talk about needs, need a running back, need some some wide receivers, and then you need a pass rusher. Th- those are one A, one B, and one C, and I don't know that one A isn't pass rusher. Right, and I mean one A is receiver or and or pass rusher or running. I mean, uh, really, those three are are issues: running back, wide receiver, pass rusher, and I don't know. That we we definitely didn't fill solve the problem for next year with these guys. These guys are all probably still going to be developmental guys, right? But but no one's. But here's the thing. That's what will be interesting. Well, you know what? Are we good with this topic? Because we spent twenty plus twenty two minutes. Did we on go it. over? Oh, Nick, Nick, this this clock thing is hard, this man. Clock broke, man. It broke. It broke. Okay, we just crossed the twenty. So we should be getting into the third topic if we were adhering to actual like what Dang. we're trying to do here. But are you? Can we wrap and go into the second topic because I think sure. it spills into the perfect thing. Obviously, we're in the spirit of Christmas, and we're getting into needs. Well, Scott Frost went and saw Old Saint Nick, and you know, if you look at Scott Frost's wish list for Christmas. Mm. The second topic is if you could give a Christmas present for Nebraska football right now, what would it be? Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be in the we, – we don't have to stick with the recruiting thing, but what what would it be? Like, what is – Scott Frost sits on the, the Santa's lap. Is this more like give him a player or is this like when the – the, it could be whatever the you Wizard want. Of can, o- the Wizard of Oz people go to Oz and like, I would like courage. And it's like, you get courage, lion. No, I was going to say, I mean, I wrote, I mean, there's a couple of of, of all of the, uh, here. here is on the list. Not saying it's, here's on the list. Answer at quarterback. Oh, that's got to be. Running back, wide receiver, pass rusher, special teams, 
improvement or becoming a cleaning up the sloppiness. So like I would oh. I would I would chart that under like the courage that like if you could ask Santa like just just if Scott Frost could go make my program better with special teams or make my program less sloppy is it more important what would you choose hearing you say them all i was i was going to go with quarterback because that would clean up other things yeah then i wouldn't need receiver or running back if my quarterback's playing i could get by but then you you said clean up the sloppiness i think sort of that you know really somehow correcting the like the sloppiness, self-inflicted, oh, you know, no some of the question. game, a little bit of the game management issues, situational football issues. I would take that over anything a player else. right now. Yeah, over yeah. any one single player right now. I think that being better in situational football, I'll take that right now. God, because I was ready to go the other direction, but the way you said that is like, what would win Nebraska more games? Go play. Since I did that, you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go that way. But like you, you know, it is interesting if you frame it in that way of like, what would Nebraska win more games with? A better individual player at any said position that we just laid out, or would they win more games if they were less sloppy? I don't know. I think there's a there's a healthy debate for it because because you brought up a good point a couple weeks ago on the recap pod like sometimes those things are more tied together than you think like yeah. you can get away with being a little you can be just as sloppy but when you got a better pass rusher you got a better quarterback like maybe you're you able don't to overcome see, some yeah those you things. don't see it so for me what I wrote down was quarterback answer at quarterback what now whether yeah. that so whatever that means whether that means here comes you know Billy transfer. And he's going to come in and do his thing. Or here Joe, com- Joe Kane's coming from uh, <laughs> what school was Joe Kane at? What was that? Called? Was it Florida? Wasn't Florida State? It was Florida something. Oh man, it was either Florida like A and M or Florida Tech or something. Something like that. God, what's the what's the, from the program? I know. The, you're, I guarantee one of the listeners will. Know. Well, they'll know. They'll yeah. know, and they'll tweet us. But we'll, Joe Kane, let's Joe say Kane, Joe let's Kane. say Joe Kane. We do. do we Senior need Joe Kane? transfer. Yeah, Joe. Kane. Do we need Joe Kane or? Does Martin- Joe Kane had a drinking problem? He partied a little too much. A little too much. He'd ride the motorcycle, and the coach took his keys. <laughs> so if he came here, we'd give him the keys. We would. We'd give him so the so, the question is, would you? Rather, so it can be that it could be Joe Kane, or it can be Martinez. Become like yeah. Tight. So I, I'm I'm just saying, you need an ant. The answer. At quarterback, stellar quarterback play is given in this wish list. Is what That's what it is. So, I'm asking Santa, like, I'm like someone that I need a car. I need a car that works. It can be a brand new car. It can be a used car. It can be the one that's in my garage right now. That's a that's not running, and you fix it up, Santa. One way or another, I need a car. Yeah, because I think for this, I've said this, for for this program to ever really take off yeah it's we can talk like yes like special teams and bigger wide receivers and and sloppiness and all that stuff but like quarterback is just such an important position especially with the way they want to play like if that spot is better everything is better everything is different yeah I, I think you're right in the sense of that trumps running back or wide receiver yes because 
the mistakes more often than not come from the quarterback, right? So yeah. the the turnovers at least. I mean, you saw that the four you put all four of those turnovers on Martinez the last game. Yes. And you know, if anything, if if at least the quarterback, you know, just doesn't lose you games. Yes. That's that would be probably a win. For because us. what's hard is for as for as uh, the obviously for as poor as the wide receiver core has been. There have been guys open, yeah. That that Martinez and McCaffrey have missed. So that would be my. I for as much as I think they need big help at running back, and they need some big help at wide receiver, and obviously, like they need a pass rusher really bad. I think that would help their third down defensive problems. I think that I. It's fun. I think I think we hit it though. I think the two biggest things holding this program back are. Stellar quarterback play, stellar consistent quarterback play, and the sloppiness. Yeah. If those two things get tightened up, they're a totally different football team. Yeah. They're a totally different team. All right. Are we there? Topic number three with we have one minute and 50 seconds left. Yes. All right. Let's take a quick break from the podcast and talk to you guys about Runza. So, you know, I've told you guys about the fact that you can custom order your Runza sandwiches, which is obviously a game changer. You can add anything within reason to a Runza sandwich, different cheeses, maybe some fries, maybe some pickles, whatever. Since they all start out as an original Runza and are made to order, you can get creative. Well, I love getting tweets like this one from Joshua. He tweeted at me, tried the custom order tonight. Highly recommend you add ranch to the Runza with cheese. Hashtag Runza. Wow. Ranch? On a Runza? I mean, that sounds incredible. Good work, Joshua. I'm going to have to give that one a try. You need to get to Runza and make your own masterpiece just like Joshua did. And when you're there, you need to tell him your buddy, your pal, your partner, your podcast buddy, Nick Ba sent you. Runza makes it all better. And while we're here, let's talk about Pella windows and doors. I want to talk to you guys about energy efficiency. Let's, uh, let's, pull, up, uh, let's pull up Pella's website right now. Look at this. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. Five different types of windows or doors by Pella have won the Energy Star 2020 Most Energy Efficient Award. I mean, that's some, that's that's incredible. And they achieve that in a couple of ways. You have the insulated glass, which slows the heat transfer, keeping your home at a more comfortable temperature. You have types of low-E glass, which is a glass coating that has been optimized for your climate. You have triple-pane glass, which you can upgrade to for increased insulating airspace and within all that within all that one of the keys is proper installation which is key for windows and doors to perform at their best and you know the Pella experts are excellent at that bottom line energy efficiency matters in making your home more comfortable and Pella windows and doors are at the top of the line when it comes to energy efficiency turn your window and door remodeling dreams into a reality with Pella check them out online PellaOmaha.com that's PellaOmaha.com back to the podcast the college football playoff now what's weird is I don't for as much as you and I have spent every waking day for 35 plus years talking about every subject I'm not sure we've talked a ton about the playoff like obviously this year is is sparked a lot of debate once again on oh how can Iowa State be here and how can Cincinnati not be higher and why is this team in over that team yeah. or whatever like 
where do you land on the structure of the college football playoff? Are you one of those guys that you're like, listen, I like the way it is. I'd keep it at four. It's good. This is how it should be. Are you one of those guys that would like to go back to the BCS or back to how it used to be? If you could, you you get to make some playoff changes. What's, what, what's funny is I, I think I was, I was a big proponent of I, I wanted it at the time. The playoff? Yeah. Okay. And I don't know that I've loved it since it's been here. No. You know, I don't I don't know that I'm I don't know. There's something like I either think I maybe would like if there was more teams or I'd like it if bowl games mattered anymore. Like the farther we go away from it from the bowl games, the more that like it kind of feels less like college football. Yeah. That's a great point. No, I'm with you because I was all about a playoff. But here we are, what are we, like six years in, maybe six-ish years into the playoff? And I don't – I haven't just loved it. Do you know why, though? Who's in it every – it's the same four teams. That's the problem. And so that's why I think I'm a huge it, – it's so obvious that it needs to expand to eight, to me. Yeah. Because even Urban Meyer on uh, on Big Noon kickoff on for the pregame for the Big Ten title game – even Urban Meyer like relinquished and finally said the playoffs got to expand. But his his expansion was more from a product of he doesn't like what's happening to other bowl games. He thinks yeah. we're, we're it's more about keeping these players engaged and excited about the college football's postseason more so than necessarily how other people come at it. You know, like yeah. I think other people are like oh you got to give the you got to give Boise State a chance to get in the playoff. I think Urban Meyer's thought is like, now people don't want to play in bowl games unless they're the playoff games. Yeah. And that's a big problem. Well, and, and I also think, so I, I think that is the the number one that's really good for everybody. But then, all you know, you look at Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, and you, then you get maybe Oklahoma and LSU. I mean, those five – those four, you know, like there's five or six teams that are in this area. If you had an eight or more team playoff, then there's going to be a, a pool of more like 20 teams that kind of consistently get in there. And that will spread out some of this recruiting that right now, those four or five teams get all the, the best recruits, period. That's it. I need to pull up because Schick had – Matt Schick had a stat, a little factoid on the playoff that was, was just – Mind-blowing. Because it ties to recruiting. Yeah. How about this? This was Matt Schick. There are only six programs that have won a game in the college football playoff. Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, LSU, Clemson, and Oregon. And then he put updated 2021 recruiting class rankings. Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, LSU, Clemson, Oregon. Is that not unbelievable it, it is like and I, i'm glad you have that info because like that just until you started saying that i didn't even think about that until literally you as you're talking I'm like you know what now i'm thinking about these recruiting it seems like the four or five best teams get all the it's, best it's guys become, anyway now. I, I hate to i never want to play the 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 it's rigged against this group which you know i don't like ever feeling like so it's everything's rigged this is one of the most like it is. It's not a college football play. It's a. It's basically the Bama, Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, Georgia, 
invitation. It's like, yeah, it's those are the only people that are involved. And so what ends up trickling to it is then those are all the best. Play- yeah, that's right. Because because Urban also talked about he goes, there's two things players care about getting the NFL and playing for a national championship. And and it used to be and he goes, it used to be bowl games. Yeah. And, you, and that was a big deal. And I think the win-win is if you could find a way to manage the, the the load on the players, where it's not too many games, is you get the top. I mean, if you got an eight team, eight or you know, six, I want eight. I think eight's perfect. Well, I guess it'd have to be two, four, eight, or sixteen, right? Yeah, um, sixteen would get all the big bowl games. Eight would get the would should get the major ones. Yes. I think. So even eight, you get the you know the peach and the cotton and the like those ones. The traditional big time ones right. get back, get in it as well. I just Alamos would probably make the eight. Yeah, yeah. I just think of all the major sports, it is by far, by far, college football has always been by far the worst structure of crowning a champion. Yeah, by far. Yeah, and. It's just crazy for a sport that is as popular and as big of a deal to so many people how for a hundred years they've somehow just never gotten this right. I'm not saying that the the best team hasn't always won, but they've just never gotten it right. It's the only sport where your fate is... Everybody doesn't control their own destiny for the most part. Yeah. And your fate on whether or not you can win a championship is tied to, at one point, a computer. Yeah. And then, at one point, poll voting. Yeah. You know, and the rankings. Or now, it's a group of people in a room deciding who are the four best teams. Yeah. I mean... So... For me, it is just so it's so obvious that it it should go to eight. That it's so it's so you have the five the five power conference automatic bids. Cause even even this year with like all the hand wringing about the you know the Big Ten changing the rule to get Ohio State into the into the play. Well, you know what solves that is if there's a eight team playoff and they're one of the at-large teams. Yep. So you didn't have like, and then Cincinnati gets a chance. If they and then go Cincinnati. Undefeated. So yeah. well, I guess so. I think it's it's obvious that it needs to go to eight. the The question then becomes: Is it five auto bids and then three at large, or do you have one spot reserved for the highest ranked group of five teams? I think you got to give those group of fives the incentive to go to. Like I, I mean, I just don't think it's right. They're like they're competitive enough. With the rest of the the leagues, that I don't know why you wouldn't give them their automatic. Because if you don't do that, I honestly, I I, I mean, like Danny Cannell threw this out there. Like, if they don't do that, if I'm the group of five, I would, if you could, almost try to start your own like playoff. Yeah, because then you just don't get you don't matter. You, I mean, because basically they're telling you 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 have no chance as things are currently constructed. Yeah. A group of five team has no chance, none, to ever get into the playoff. No. And, again, I've said this before, like, when we were in – when I was at Creighton, we were in the Missouri Valley Conference. Did I start every season 
Did we go up to our first day of practice thinking we're going to win a national championship? Probably not. But we had a chance. Yeah. We had got, a chance. Got to go to the tournament. If we got to the tournament, we knew we had to just – if we, had, we controlled our own destiny in getting to the tournament. And if you get to the tournament, you have a chance. Yeah. And I, I just – I wonder what that's like if you're a Cincinnati, BYU, Boise State, Central Florida. You're one of those teams that, like, you just – you don't have a chance to win a national championship. Yeah. I, I don't – I wonder if if going to more teams will make it more dramatic, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because sometimes – oh, I don't know. Sometimes the best game – like, NCAA tournament, the best games are the first two days. Yes. Let's be honest. You know what the best – in all reality – this is coming from – like, the best – the best – Part of the NCAA tournaments, the first, the opening two rounds. It's yeah. honestly, in some ways, those game that that whole that whole experience is more and more of what the tournament is all about, even more so than like the Sweet Sixteen game. Yeah, and I guess to me, I, I would actually have as much joy watching Cincinnati have to play uh, Alabama and like maybe upset them as you know. What I mean, you get yes. the real. The real parody, you know, you get the maybe the Coastal Carolina team. And you can that, sit there and say, like, you know, because you get somebody who's like, they would get stomped. You don't, I mean, probably, but you don't know that. But but if they ever could win, it would go down as, like, the greatest wins yes. in college football. And yeah. those, those, to me, are more fun than, like, guess what? It's Alabama and Clemson again. Yeah, it's Ohio State, Georgia. It's Oklahoma and this team again. You know, like, I, yeah. that, that just gets... Yeah, you don't. I mean, the, because the hard part is like it. It is different. Life in the Big Ten, weekend and wake out, is different than the AAC or the Mountain West. Yeah. Or it is. It's 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 way different. But that difference shouldn't render those little guys just completely excluded from everything. Yeah. So, to me, it, it just it's 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 so obvious that it needs to go to eight. I think I think it should go to eight. Do you, you have to could, pare down a game in the regular season? I'd be done. I'd be. I think you play one less non-con game. Yeah. You go to eight. The opening weekend is because would you have? How would you do the bowls? Would Would you have those opening weekend one versus eight, two versus seven? Are those bowl games? Um. Yes, I I think you have the. Or do you want to do all those those be home sites games? Like, do you want to? Have, I think you use the bowl games because that's you want to make the bowl games a big part of it too. Like the, um, you know, if you can. Oh God, that's tough though, because you know it's like traditional like Big Ten goes the Rose Bowl. So I don't know. I don't. That's um, the only thing I don't. When in my little idea of going to eight, I don't know how you wed that with bowls perfectly, or, or maybe just the top eight. "Quote unquote historic bowls get the get the get those get those, but because I also think it'd be fun if the first if the playoff was like I said like think of like this week it's like Bama hosts Cincinnati yeah like I'm into that game I almost think I'm more into that game than I am Bama Clemson for the fiftieth time I think I am too you know like you just start like think of all your memorable NCAA all the mem all a lot of a lot of the memorable NCAA tournament moments come from. The one, the, like one versus Hampton, yeah. Iowa State, and UMBC beating Virginia. Everybody, you know, oh, they would, no, this team would never beat Alabama. Okay, well, you said a 16 would never beat a one, and guess what? It happened. Yeah. Like, it happened. Yeah, I, the old you know, Princeton going back door yes. times. You know, it's like, those are the games you just go, this is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, I, I just, unless college football feels like 
the fact that we are willing to spend time again on a on a podcast and every talk like if unless they feel like you know what we're always in even if when you're pissed about it you're talking about it all the time yeah because it's it's always a hot topic you know but i i just think right now it's skewing towards making the top 5 teams so much better than everybody else that it's just it it's there's less those, parody. Those, I think parody's a good thing, and that's that's where I think expanding it helps the parody because the pool then goes from, you know, six teams that are always playing for four spots to twenty teams playing for eight. Yes, and 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 that and Nebraska has a chance. And Nebraska got a chance eight. in that scenario. But yeah, I'm totally with you. It, it to me it, it it right now the way the college football playoff is structured it's it's exclusive. And I think you need to try to make things a little bit more inclusive yeah. for the sport and its long-term viability. Now, I'm, I'm not one of those guys that everybody's got to get a participation trophy, but that's not what this would be. No, you're telling me if you're, one of, the, if you're one of the eight – if you're – like, let's not act like making – there's a big difference between being one of the four best teams. And, like, if you're still, if you're still one of the in, the – in the eight teams that are – you're still – you're still on a great yeah. season. You're a really good team. So and, and then it's it basically it's like the the clear best second team in one of the two best two or three best conferences like they're still in right, right. And, that, and that gives them a chance to redeem themselves and you know especially especially that was thinking about also with the group of five the group of five is just in touch such a bad spot because even when they get invited to a New York New Year's Six Bowl what's the narrative behind that matchup every time ah oh, the other team doesn't you know like. Even when Central Florida beat LSU, then LSU didn't want to be there. Yeah. So even when you then go, like, you're just in a horrible spot if you're a group of five team because, like, you're never going to get in the playoff. And then when you do get a shot at a big dog in a bowl, even when you beat them, the narratives, you're like, well, they didn't want to play you. They it's like, well, what, I mean, yeah. what am I doing here? Like, yeah. if I'm a Cincinnati football player, it's like, what do we, what do you want from us? Yeah. Like, what, what are we supposed to do? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bad spot. But I, I'd say I, I like the, the idea of the parody right now. I, I do too. There we go. Well, we went. What did uh, we do? We what went. Did we do? Wave over it. Gosh, we are. I knew it. We spent too much time on the rec- on the recruits. I know. Spent too much all. time. We're, I mean, we're at like forty five minutes. This was terrible. This was terrible. But it is actually awesome. As this was good. It, we, we we destroyed the structure, but the content was fantastic. So therefore, we'll take a call two thumbs up. Okay. <laughs> Two thumbs up. All right, my thanks to Pella. If you're thinking about a new window or a new door, now is the time. Check them out online on the web at PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And uh, my thanks to my good friends at Runza. Best fries on the planet. Great burgers. Cheese Runza. Delicious. The food is simply fantastic. Runza makes it all better. A Huda Media Production.